Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Scoop on K-State, a show about stories and stakeholders during the K-State journey to become a next-gen land-grant. I'm your host, Adam Walker, President and CEO of the K-State Alumni Association, and I'm excited for our second podcast episode today. K-State is uh, going through a season of change as we begin to implement a new strategic plan. And as a land-grant institution, we always have a focus on creating educational opportunities to improve lives and the economy in Kansas. However, our stakeholder needs to look a little bit different now than it did back in 1863. I think we know that. Mm -hmm. And as we become the next-gen land-grant, we will focus on meeting the challenging needs of students, employers, and the community. And today, we're going to focus on the first of those, uh, students. Uh, so we're delighted to welcome Thomas Lane, Vice President of, uh, and Dean of Students. Thomas is leading the effort to create an impactful, unmatched student experience at K-State and continue to serve our diverse student population. So welcome, Thomas. I am honored to be here with you this morning. And the second guest, that is quite the honor. Thank it is. you it is. very much. Yeah. So let's, let's kick it off. Um, you know, I had a tremendous student experience here at K-State. Uh, so let's talk about that. We consistently receive high rankings uh, related to student experience. Yeah. Of course, Princeton Review ranks as second. Yep. Uh, students that love their university and fourth in student happiness. What do you attribute this to? Well, I think I attribute it to several factors. And I think one thing that we, we I think, need to, to recognize and, and remember is we stand on the shoulders of folks that have had a student-first philosophy for many, many years, certainly during your K-State student experience. And, and before that, folks like Chet Peters, folks like Dr. Pat Bosco, mm -hmm. who've had that student-first philosophy. Uh, and so um, it has been great over these past five years that I've been serving as vice president uh, to um, – build from that philosophy. Uh, and I think um, beyond my division of uh, academic success and student affairs, um, it takes truly a university effort, I think, to get those kind of results that um, we see in the Princeton Review. So for example, it takes a strong, caring faculty and staff um, mm -hmm. who uh, are uh, looking out for students' interests, interested in their success. Uh, it takes a great community like the community of Manhattan, who embrace our students. Great town and gown relationship. Great town and gown. And, and we actually rank very high mm -hmm. in uh, our town and gown relationships uh, in the Princeton Review consistently. Um, I think it uh, it takes a great student body who's enthusiastic, proud to be K-Staters, mm -hmm. proud to be purple. Um, and I think all of those working together to, to really create a what I call a fabric of care that support our students, that our students know that they're cared for. Um, and I think that's, that's been, I think the, the significant, significant factors in those kinds of results. Yeah. It's such a great unmatched experience. Of course, a little biased here, but yeah, you know, we, me too. Yeah. When you see the students and how much fun, I mean, that's part of the, you know, going back to the games and just enjoying that, that atmosphere, you know, oh, it's yeah. all, it's the students that, that create that atmosphere on campus. Oh yeah. So it's just tremendous. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about that. You know, as, as K-State moves forward uh, as a next-gen next gen land-grant university, um, student life went through a major, you know, kind of restructuring, if you will. So yeah. in your department, how, why don't you talk a little bit about how that change impacted the work you do with students? Yeah, sure. So we were the Division of Student Life for, for many, many years. Uh, this past fall, we went through a pretty significant organizational restructuring where we uh, – 
took the Office of Student Success, which resided within academic affairs, student life, which resided underneath the Division of Student Life, and we brought those two divisions together uh, because we know that for our students, they don't see a difference between academic affairs, student affairs. There's lots mm-hmm. of different student touch points that occur within those areas. And so this was an opportunity for us to work closely together in a more holistic way to serve student needs and to make sure that um, student success is at top of mind. So it's been a real exciting uh, transformation of our division. Um, we have, for example, now we're doing work in the space of where students live, where students are academically advised, where they're getting support both inside and outside the classroom, support for their well-being. And uh, our division, uh, our staff within the division are, are working synergistically together to make sure that student success is of top focus. And so it's been an exciting uh, several months right now. Yeah. You think about the student experience when they get on campus, everything from enrollment to you know academic advising, uh, well-being, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it really stretches across sure all does faculty and staff. And so it's really important for your office, especially to be integrated across campus. Very much so. When you think about the student life cycle, there's lots of different touch points that the student has with the university. And so if we're talking together and being really intentional about that experience, amazing things can happen. Yeah. So student well-being, you know, has been a consistent focus throughout your time. Um, And our students are, you know, how are they doing? What supports they have in place? Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because that's been a big focus especially over your time here and just recently? Yeah, I mean, our students, first off, our students are amazingly resilient. Um, I just, time and time again, I see our students rise to challenges that might be in their way or barriers that might be in their way for their success. Uh, And they just, I'm amazed continually uh, Mm -hmm. by uh, the resiliency shown by our students. But certainly, and this is not a K-State, it's not unique to K-State, but certainly we see increased levels of stress, Mm -hmm. depression, anxiety within the student body. Again, that's not unique to K-State. So it's really important for us to make sure that our students know where they can get support, where they're facing barriers. And that's, once again, kind of talking about that that fabric of care that that, uh, I think um, we try to to build at K-State. We have lots of different supportive resources uh, that range from uh, our counseling center, for example, that's located within Lafine. But beyond the walls of the counseling center, we also offer 24-7 telehealth support for our students through a program called TELUS Health, where on their iPhone, they can access counseling services 24-7, never have to step within counseling services uh, between that nine to five area. We, we can uh, provide support to them all throughout the day and th- all throughout the evening. So that's, that's one example. And I want to also make sure that folks know that, that we were able to provide that through the generous support of K-Staters across the nation and the world, uh, that we had an all-in campaign that focused on college student mental health and the dollars that we were able to raise during uh, that campaign through the generosity of K-State alums, um, that allowed us to provide that particular service to our students. That's incredible. But it goes beyond counseling services. Um, We have, for example, our Office of Student Support and Accountability uh, that is located in Holton Hall. So our students who are facing any kind of personal barrier or academic barrier, they know that there's a place that they can go to to get advocacy and support. Um, We have uh, resources to to support all aspects of students' well-being from their financial well-being, such as PowerCat mm-hmm. Financial, for example, um, their physical well-being, recreational services, their social well-being through all of the student organizations and programs that we have uh, in our community building area. So we do have a number of touch points for our students to make sure that they know that they're cared for and, and supported. 
Yeah, that's incredible. And especially you talk about that app and just all the technology. I mean, how, how impactful that is for all students and how oh, you yeah. can reach them so much easier. Yeah, very you much know, That's so. really great. And you hate to bring it up, but you talked about the well-being. I mean, COVID. I mean, oh, it yeah. just still surprises me how many students, you know, when they you know talk about their student experience, it was very different than some of us. So I know that that's played an impact. And, and those students are just now graduating, you know. Right. And, yeah. and I think it's also important for us to remember that we have students who are coming to us now whose high school experiences yeah. were very different. Uh, yeah. And so we're still dealing with the, the reverberations of the pandemic from a student life aspect. Uh, and in terms of how do we uh, encourage students to engage with one another? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of time in their student journey where they weren't connecting necessarily with others and kind of that face-to-face connection, right? That's yeah. really important. And so how are we providing opportunities um, for that to occur? I'll, I'll give you an example. We just had a great successful event where our University Program Council did a concert in the Student Union Courtyard um, last Friday night. Successful event. We had several hundred students uh, uh, connected together and enjoying music. Um, it was great to see. Um, those are the kind of moments where um, I say that's a that's a great K State yeah. experience that's happening right now. Yeah, you got a great great job. You get to interact with students. I've all got day. the best job on campus now. <laughs> President Linton would argue with yeah. me on that, but I, I do believe I had the best uh, job. Yeah, on I, campus. Got, I got saying that too. We can we can argue between. That's the right. We, we right. have to arm wrestle here or something. <clears throat> yeah. So, what initiatives do you see moving forward? Uh, maybe this next academic year maybe to help better support K-State students mm-hmm. and also help move our strategic plan forward. Yeah, so uh, the next-gen strategic plan really calls out that we need to be providing our students a unique, impactful student experience. Uh, and certainly uh, one of the areas that we're paying really close attention to is the advising experience for our students in the, ac- the, the academic advising space. So I'm really excited that we are going to be standing up next fall uh, an exploratory transitions advising center. Uh, and so this is for the student who may not be quite certain what academic major they're going to pursue yet. Um, maybe they're thinking about changing a major. And so there's going to be a place where they can go to where they can work with an advisor who's really um, knowledgeable about all of the different programs that we have at K-State, but also connecting that with career exploration resources Mm -hmm. that our Career Center provides. Uh, So I'm really excited about uh, that center coming online right uh, uh, this this fall. That's great. I think I could have used that. I was undecided for two years. And eventually it came to me and my sophomore year was like, you got to pick a major. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? You know, I, I can was I just a, stay open option? Yep. I was, a, I was a marketing <laughs> major for about, I think, 20 minutes. And, <laughs> and then I could have really used uh, the uh, the transition center piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the stat, and you, you probably know better than anybody, most students change their major more than once. I think oh, 60% very much so. or more. Very much so. Yeah. Yep. So it's okay yep. to be undecided, change it your is. major. It and, is. Yeah. And we're really, and, you know, we're really kind of moving away from that undecided language and moving towards this exploratory. We want to give you some space to explore by also making sure that you're making the progress for that degree in, mm-hmm. in four years. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely important. So maybe talk about how can our alumni and friends help support uh, this important work? Oh, gosh, I'm so blessed and thankful for the K-State alumni that we have. They are so engaged with our students. Um, certainly scholarships is one of the most important ways mm-hmm. that alumni can help. I can't tell you how many um, K-State alumni events where scholarship is a piece of that in terms of giving students scholarships and to see uh, how those dollars make a difference in our students' academic journey. 
it, it's amazing. So, so thank you so much to our alums for the support that they provide, and please continue to do so. I think internships are another area where alums can really provide a positive impact for our students. There's a lot of um, need for students to increase their career readiness skills. Mm. Uh, I think that's an expectation that we have as a nation for higher yeah. education. Uh, it's certainly an expectation I think that we should all have that our students should be, when they leave K-State, uh, career ready. Uh, and ready to take on that next challenge, whether that be graduate school, whether that be uh, in the professional realm. And so how are we making sure that we're providing intentional experiences that are really rich for our students to develop those career competencies that are going to make them desirable uh, from employers? And so any assistance, I think, that alums can can share um, uh, in terms of providing quality internship experiences, I know would be greatly beneficial for our students. Yeah, you talk about enhancing that experience internship, study abroad, anytime yeah. you can get them immersed yeah. in the real world. So you mentioned scholarships, uh, you know, just a shameless plug for us, the, the Alumni Association, we're very proud of the license plate program. Oh Over my gosh, 13, yeah. 13,000 K-State Powercat, you know, license plates out there. Yeah. That's generating an annual uh, return of 300,000. That is fantastic. Every year that we get awarded students. So between that I, and some I, other events I, we do. I ride with mine proudly. There you go. Yep. And I, and I love riding around uh, Kansas and mine. So, yeah, that's something, too. With our other events and alumni you talk about, over 600000 we're able to award cash that's fantastic. every year. So really, really impactful. It's fun to see as well, too, really as you're is. driving across the nation yeah. to see <laughs> see those K-State plates. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, alumni and friends. You know, students bring a lot of energy to campus. We talked about that earlier. They sure do. Yeah. Which is great. Um, it must be really fun to join their excitement. What student activity do you enjoy the most? Ooh, that's a tough question. There's, can I give you a couple? Sure. Okay, so. We'll let you off the hook. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I love Welcome Week. I just get, it's kind of like my New Year's uh, with the start of the academic year when we're welcoming either our new students to campus for the first time or welcoming our returning students back to campus. Mm -hmm. The energy that happens during that time is just electric. Yeah. And I love, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite um annual events that I do is I welcome our international students to campus and um, I get a, a chance to teach them the wildcat hand signal and to see you know hundreds of international students do that signal and um, the wildcat hand sign and just start becoming part of the purple family um, I'll run into to international students uh, across on campus shortly after that that event and they'll they'll proudly show me the wildcat sign and I just I yeah. love that it's great because you know I I did not travel overseas until I was in my late thirties. And so um, I'm really uh, cognizant of the, the, the cultural differences that can happen when you move to a new country. And so I love the, the, the journey that our international students um, have and the contribution that they bring to campus. Yeah. So and that's um, one among many activities that happen during Welcome Week. The other uh, favorite event that I have is um, commencement. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's to see the families coming to campus and celebrating their students' accomplishment, to see the pride and the, the excitement uh, and the joy um, that our students have in reaching that milestone uh, and th the reflection that's occurring on all of their time at K-State and, and all the things that they accomplished to get to walking mm -hmm. across that commencement stage with a diploma. There's nothing like it in the world. Yeah. I've been working in higher education now for for over 30 years, and I never I never get tired of those two events, um, Welcome Week and Commencement. It yeah. just it fills my it fills my soul. So you talk about commencement. We actually have two new traditions K-Staters may not be aware of. 
Tell me, uh, tell me more. You know what they are. The purple gown. Yeah. That's brand new. Wasn't that great to see? Yeah. And so everybody know, looks good in purple you though, know right? How many people said, you know, can I trade my black in for purple? Yeah. You know, they loved it. And then yeah. the other one was Wabash Cannonball. Fantastic. So after they graduate, that's kind of the, the last thing of commencement yep. is the students do the Wabash one last time. That's right. Um, well, they'll be back, but one last time, at least as a student. And that's what. Uh, and they, it, was, it was tremendous. It was that's great. what commencement should be, full of joy, right? Mm-hmm. And what a way to add joy to that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Some great some great experiences. Great. So we're going to go a little off script here. Oh, okay. All right. So Dean of Students, yep. you see a lot, you experience a lot. I do. So tell us your best maybe craziest uh, student story that you can share with us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, you know, one of the most remarkable stories uh, or m- remarkable student experiences that I've had <clears throat> happened not too long ago. And it was during President Linton's community visits. And so, you know, President Linton uh, has gone around the state of Kansas to a number of different mm-hmm. communities, um, uh, having discussions about how K-State can be a good partner uh, with, with, with our communities and learning about community needs. And um, so there was a community event that was happening in Southwest Kansas. And uh, one of our student leaders who was part of that event uh, offered to fly me to Southwest Kansas. Wow. That was great. Yeah. Really? And so, yeah. And now, you took him up on it. I did. And I, so I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a nervous flyer, but I'm a superstitious flyer. And so I didn't realize that I was going to be in the cockpit with, the, with, with, with uh, our student pilot. And now, he did a fantastic job. Four-seater, two-seater? It was uh, about a six-seater six seater okay. plane. Yep. Yeah. And so did a fantastic job. But we put headphones on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some music on, put a playlist on. I think he called it like a mellow playlist. So the first song, as we're, we're taking off, John Denver plays. Now, I love John Denver, but John Denver died in a plane yeah. crash, right? Okay. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. So, that, that's so, I, so I'm starting to get nervous, right? Okay. Yeah. So then we're flying up and we're getting ready to land. And who plays next is Jim Croce. <laughs> with I got a name and it took every bit of restraint that I had when we landed to not turn to the student and say if I heard Buddy Holly come on I yeah. was going to parachute out of this plane <laughs> you're like you might want to change your playlist exactly up a bit. but right. well what a f- it was a fantastic experience how about that yeah so I just got back from southwest Kansas um and I think I could have used the used the the plane yeah that been nice you, but you I, had a wonderful visit to southwest Kansas I saw we did I got yeah. to take the lavender jeep out there and that's got some, great got some eyeballs and it was it was great experience. you know I have real car envy for you right now i think a lot do yeah you know but yeah. the thing is i can't go anywhere right can't without being spotted that which is, is a good sure. thing that yeah. is for sure Keeps you need to trouble. be on your best behavior absolutely absolutely so as you know this podcast is called the scoop on k-state uh-huh. right so uh, the tr- tradition is we get to share a scoop of kate call hall ice cream uh-huh so one, I think I know what you selected. Yes, I bet you did. But tell us, tell us what you selected. How first could I select today. anything else but purple pride? Yeah, yeah. Best flavor on campus. Best color on campus. Yep. I'll tell you, the first time I had it, I was a little leery. Blueberry ice cream. Mm, Doctor Bosco bought it for me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know about this. Amazing. And that's why I tell everybody, they're like, I don't know, this purple pride. I'm like, just try it. And they try it and they're like, that's amazing. Oh yeah. It's amazing. So it's, it's stuff. quickly become my favorite as well. Great so, stuff. But well, pretty easy. I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for. 
for coming on today and, and sharing the student experience. Adam, it has us. been a joy to visit with you, and thank you for all the work that you're doing for K-State and for um, all of the connections that you are making with our alums. Um, I think you've got a wonderful position, uh, and it's uh, it's exciting to see you in this role. Maybe we'll do a role reversal someday. Right? Hey, we can do a role, a job that? switch. Yeah, we'll do that for a I love day. it. I love fun. that idea. Yeah, so appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yep. This has been The Scoop on K-State with Thomas Lane. I hope you'll join us for our next episode. We'll take a look at uh, the exciting research happening here at K-State. I'm Adam Walker, President and CEO of the K-State Alumni Association, and thanks for listening to our show. Be sure to share this podcast with other K-Staters and select that follow button on your podcast app so you'll never miss another episode. As always, the K-State Alumni Association is your connection to campus. Thanks for watching or listening. Go Cats!